the latest news and tips about the world of live video and video marketing, then you're in the right place. My name is Krishna Day, and I'm here to host the Livestream Insiders episode 180. I'm very delighted to be here with you today. Unfortunately, my co-host Peter Stewart is not able to join me, but I'll be doing my best to actually keep the show on the road and sharing with you the ideas and tips that I've discovered this week. I also want to make sure that you know that whether you're watching this live or on the replay, you should be able to find a link to all the resources that I'm actually sharing about how to use live video in this episode. You also can find a back catalogue over on our iTunes account in terms of for Livestream Insiders, over on Spreaker and also on YouTube. Any questions about that, then please don't hesitate to reach out to me. I'm delighted to be here and I'm really passionate about how you integrate live video into your communications. You know, that could be, for example, it might be for marketing, it could be for social selling, it could be for crisis communications. Equally, it could be for internal communications. So I've got some ideas for you this week to actually even get your marketing plan integrated in terms of covering live video for your events that are happening later on this year. And that's fact, one of the things I want to talk about is that is part of our first story as well. But I've got more on that later on in the show. I'm going to also do my best to um, watch out in terms of if you are posting comments over on Facebook. Uh, if you're watching this live, which is where it's streamed originally. Um, but do bear with me because I am going to be um, trying to do this in terms of on my own without having a co-host, which is always so much easier if, if you've actually got somebody with you in terms of live streaming. Anyway, thanks again for being with me here for Livestream Insiders and also to actually watch this as a live stream or, in fact, if you're watching the replay. Let's get on with the first story. And this is actually a build on something that I talked about in terms of episode 179. You might recall that one of the things that we talked about in episode 179 was the fact that there were some new features from Twitter for live video. Um, and what I actually covered in that show was something I was personally very excited about is the idea that you can actually have um, live cuts of your content and to be posting it on Twitter, for example, then to encourage more people to watch you live. But there were a couple of other parts of that announcement that, in fact, I missed sharing with you. And so that's what I'm going back to talk about. So you can go back to episode 179 if you want to know about the little episodes, little pieces of content that can help you draw more people into your live video or even to actually get people to go back and watch your replay of your stream as well. So the two things that I didn't cover with you was about how you can actually use Twitter live scheduling and also private broadcasting and what the benefit of this is. Now remember to be able to access these new features, you actually have to be using um, the producer feature and therefore it's not going to be something you'll be able to do from your mobile device in terms of getting started immediately. Perhaps it will come in the future and this is where you have the benefit of actually working perhaps with um, uh, somebody who's actually going to be your producer for your show. I think that's where there's huge benefits. And particularly if you're running events or you've got other 
content that you've got agreement to stream. That might be a conference, it could be around sports, it could be around gaming, it could be whatever you actually think in terms of relevant live content. So you're going to be using the producer function. So let's talk about the features that I didn't cover. Remember that was about two things in that new update to Twitter live video, and that's the ability to schedule your broadcasts and also to be able to um, also uh, do private broadcasts. So let's talk about those just now. So let's take it as fact there's nine things that I actually want to cover with you. Um, firstly, how far in advance can you schedule a broadcast? Well, they've set a maximum date that can be scheduled in advance as a year in the future. That's quite terrific compared to other platforms that have got much shorter scheduling times. And so a year in the future, well, I'm going to be talking about your holiday marketing a little later on in the show. And therefore, you could actually be already telling people about things that you've got coming up, perhaps, for example, for um, Cyber uh, Monday, Black Friday, Thanksgiving, and of course, Christmas or New Year, because they're great ways for you to actually engage with your audience in terms of using live video. So that's really terrific to be able to schedule for up to a year in advance. What's the maximum duration, you might wonder, in terms of your scheduled broadcast on Twitter Live? Well, broadcasts are actually after, uh, are restricted to a six hour, so a six hour maximum dur duration, and that's if they start later. If you started your live stream immediately, so you didn't schedule it, you actually can have no maximum duration. You can go as long as it needs to be. So remember, if you're going to set something up to schedule as an event in the future, that's a maximum of six hours. Third point, can you edit the date and the duration of your scheduled broadcast, or could you end it early? And the answer to that is yes. Yes, you can edit the start and the end times before it goes live. Now, that's really helpful because let's say you have a change of arrangements or something else happens and you need to reschedule that rather than actually setting it up again and you know losing all that traction you've got by people being interested in your live stream that's coming up. Well, one of the things you can do is you can actually change that start and end times. Once the broadcast is live, you can edit only the ends field to actually be able to end the broadcast early or to extend it to the maximum of six hours. So let's say, for example, you said, I think this live stream is going to go on for half an hour and you find yourself running over, then you need to be able to go into the ability to edit and actually change that to, let's say, uh, 45 minutes or whatever you think is the relevant time. But also remember, you need to go in there to also end your live broadcast as well early. Can you tweet a scheduled broadcast that is not yet live? And the answer to that is yes. That's my fourth tip for you. Yes, you can tweet any scheduled broadcast as long as the audience setting is set to public. I'm going to come on to more about public and private streams in a moment. The tweet for a scheduled broadcast will contain the image you upload during the broadcast creation. And actually, you can include information about the scheduled time and date in your tweet to make sure that people know to tune in at the right time. Of course, you could also do things like pin the tweet, embed that tweet on your website or on your blog, or share that content into, let's say, your newsletter or other ways that you may wish to promote that scheduled live stream on Twitter. What does public and private mean? That's my fifth point for you in the context of broadcasting. Well, public broadcasts can be viewed by anybody on Twitter or Periscope 
unless the broadcast has been geo-restricted. Private broadcasts, however, are only viewable by the user logged into the media studio, so its primary use is to be able to use for broadcasts that should not be public, but will be used to create clips using live cuts. Now, why might that be beneficial to you? Well, for example, you could decide you, you actually want to stream to Facebook or somewhere else, or perhaps you're streaming directly to your website. You could also simulcast your stream over onto Twitter and actually then make it private, but actually use Twitter as a way to drive people back, for example, to your website. Now, again, that would be really helpful if you had a holiday marketing um, event. Let's say you have got a sale on um, and for Cyber Monday or um, Black Friday, you actually could be driving people to watch that live stream over on your website, but you could be using a private stream on Twitter to be able to take little edits and cuts of that content and actually then direct people to come back over to your website, where of course there's an easy place for you to be able to put embedded links or have your shopping cart there for people to actually immediately purchase or put onto their wish list the things that you're talking about in the live stream. So great opportunities there in terms of the social selling. So that's some of the benefits of the private broadcasts. Number six, can you tweet a private broadcast? No, it's not possible to tweet a private broadcast. It's only visible within the media studio. So as I said, the huge benefit is about using the private broadcast to be able to create clips using live cut. Number seven, if you use live cut to create clips from a private broadcast, will the clips also be private? Well, as I've already hinted, no, the clips created from live cut can be viewable actually, but publicly once they've been tweeted. Point number eight, can you monetize your broadcasts or clips from the broadcast using live cut? Yes, you can monetize both broadcasts and clips as long as the account has either the in-stream video ads or in-stream video sponsorships monetization programs enabled. And in those cases, you really want to be talking to a Twitter account manager, and perhaps you would be a larger enterprise to be able to use those. And the ninth point I have, my final point on this new set of features, are broadcast schedule and private broadcasts available in any other products or via third-party tools. So of course, yes, there are third-party tools that you can use to live stream to Twitter on desktop, but no, those features are only available if you're using the Media Studio. So make sure you actually take a look at the content available and the help tips from Twitter. Look at episode 179 of Livestream Insiders for more information about the uh, live cut feature. And as I said, in terms of this episode 180, you'll find all the resources and links to additional help about these new features directly in the links that are posted with this episode. So what have I got cover you coming up in terms of in the show? Well, I'm actually going to be talking next up about something that has actually shaken the world of live streaming a little bit. And it's something that you might find unusual to have happened. I'm going to be talking a little later about how to start planning your um, Facebook, sorry, your uh, live streaming over Christmas uh, for your Christmas uh, events or your Christmas sales and uh, holiday marketing. And I'm also going to be talking about something that's new on Instagram that you really need to watch out for that could very much help you in terms of for more visits to your live streams or to your live stream replays. So let's take a look at the second 
story for you. So this actually surprised quite a lot of people this week. And actually, I picked this story up on the BBC where I originally saw it. And again, that link is in the resources that I'm actually going to share with you at the end of the show. Uh, now, you may never have heard of a live streamer called Ninja. Ninja, actually, his name is uh, Tyler Blevins. He actually is the biggest name in Fortnite and one of the Twitch's most popular stars actually announced that he's leaving Twitch to stream exclusively on Mixer. And remember, Mixer is a Microsoft product. So this is that news that came out this week. It came via a tweet from him actually dubbing the move, the next chapter in terms of, in, obviously, in his journey. Now, Mixer is very much a, a fledgling streaming service owned by Microsoft. It launched as Beam back in 2016, and it later rebranded at 2017. So this is really big news for Microsoft in terms of uh, what's happened here. And the, I saw a couple of articles, as I said, one was actually on, BBC, on the BBC, one was on Variety, and the Variety article actually quotes from the video that was shared at the time saying, I've been holding on to this for quite some time, and said, uh, said Ninja, I'm super excited to let everybody know I'll be streaming on Mixer um, full time now, and I'm honestly at a loss for words. And he actually goes on to say he's like looking forward to getting back to the streaming roots. And he said, no, this may come as a shock to many of you. Um, and he actually said that, you know, nothing will change about his live streams. It's the same for me, just a different platform. Now, also in the articles that I read, there was a comment, some commentary from Microsoft in terms of for the, from their spokespeople. And they actually said that we're thrilled to met Welcome Ninja and his community to Mixer. Um, Mixer is a place that was formed around being positive and welcoming from day one. And we look forward to the energy Ninja and his community bring. Um, so really interesting in terms of seeing about that. Now, that is going to be a really major loss for Amazon in terms of Twitch, where he had been uh, actually the most followed streamer with 14 million followers. And he's actually obviously going to be looking to rebuild that. Now, I didn't check out Mixer today, but at the time that the articles were written a few days ago, um, the, uh, as at Thursday morning, actually his follower count on um, Mixer was 18,000. Now, it's likely that there's obviously some commercial um, uh, you know, anticipation or kind of um, deal that's been done, let's say, in terms of between Microsoft Mixer and also with Ninja, the live streamer. Um, no details have been published that I've seen or have come across at the time of actually this live stream. Um, however, he does also have other feature, other things that he can do in terms of his live stream. He's got other um, sponsorships as well. And the announcement video about um, basically his move actually also featured two of his sponsors, um, in fact, Red Bull and Adidas. Um, and it's actually his Mixer page already has links to other sponsors as well as donation buttons. Um, so really interesting in terms of that move. Now, there was an article, I think, done in CNN earlier this year that said that he actually made about $10 million through sponsorships, ad sales, and subscriptions in 2018. So if you discover what um, the deal is that was struck and uh, you think people would be interested, make sure you let us know here, post a comment, 
um, wherever you see this video or this audio of this live stream. It might be something that uh, other people will find really interesting. Let's take a look now at uh, my next story that I've got coming up. I'm going to move briefly through this piece of content, but I do know that many people are starting to think about, um, if they haven't already put it to bed, their holiday sales. I'm not talking about their holiday sales, but their summer holidays. I know some of us have not yet taken a break in terms of summer vacations. Um, I actually am a break, on a break um, a little later on in August with my family. However, um, I know that some of you have also already put to bed your uh, plans for um, holiday marketing and specifically Christmas marketing. Now, if you haven't done so and you're looking for some inspiration and some news and insights, then one of the resources that you might want to take a look at is something that was published back in June by Facebook. But I do think it's a helpful resource if you're just starting to get to grips with perhaps what you might want to be thinking about live streaming, of course, your other content as well on Facebook or Instagram or other platforms that you're on. But in fact, what you'll find are 30 dynamic insights to um, your 2019 campaigns available um, over at facebook.com forward slash business. And I, again, I've, as I said, I've actually got links to all of this content for you actually in the um, show notes for this episode 180. So for marketers, it's actually, you know, insights that are really important for us in terms of knowing what we should be sharing and what people are looking for. And connecting somebody with the right gift at the right time is just perfect for your business. And that's where you want to be. So the insights tool has got 30 searchable insights from 2017 and 2018 that Facebook have now made available to us across 25 markets and it's available in 17 different languages. So it's a really helpful resource. I know that there's lots of other resources available for, for us all, but I think it's a really helpful resource for us to actually, even if you put your marketing to bed in terms of your plan to bed for the rest of this year, it's actually probably a good point to kind of go back and it's a useful time now just to remind ourselves and let's think about, okay, what are we going to be doing in terms of the marketing up to those campaigns being live? And is there anything that we've missed in terms of these resources that are available to us free from Facebook? So you want to be watching out for their insights to the holiday season. And as I said, that's available via facebook.com for business in their news section published a few weeks ago, but really helpful resources. Now, my final story for you today actually goes back to something that we've uh, talked about a few times here on Livestream Insiders, and that's about using Instagram. Now, of course, you can do Instagram live, live content and you can do Instagram stories. Both of those are very popular. But I know one of the challenges that many people have are things about how do I pre-prepare my content in terms of promoting my live streams or what can I do to get more people to actually watch the live stream or in fact edited pieces of that live stream and that's where platforms such as Instagram can help in terms of you might have been growing a great community over on Instagram of course you can use Instagram ads as I said you can use Instagram live and Instagram stories but also directly posting to Instagram and also to IGTV so one of the things that you might have noticed if you actually have gone to facebook.com um, and actually forward slash the creator studio 
is the fact that now we actually are starting to see people being able to schedule content directly from within the Creator Studio to Instagram. Now, this is not yet available for me. So when I actually go and go over to Creator Studio, and what happens is you can then, from Creator Studio, you actually can link in your Instagram account. So if your Instagram account has not been connected there, um, you should see that available. And then what I see then, because it's not this new feature is not available to me, it is rolling out to people, it actually says new Instagram features are available soon and you'll soon be able to publish in terms of directly to Instagram um, and IGTV from Creator Studio. So you might have been using third-party tools. I always like to use the platform's own scheduling tools if they have them available. So you can do that on Twitter. You can do that in terms of on Facebook. Um, you can schedule on YouTube. But also, of course, you can now schedule directly, or it might be available to you soon if you're like me, in terms of not only for Facebook, but also you'll be able to schedule your IGTV content and your Instagram content directly from Creator Studio. So as I said, this is something that could be very helpful in terms of if you want to take some of the clips, perhaps, for example, that we were talking about, that you may have actually created in terms of with, um, with your uh, live cut feature, for example, um, within Twitter. If you've got a live stream there, you could actually be driving people back to watch that live stream from uh, Instagram. Now remember, other than on Instagram TV at the minute, in terms of if you want to have a live link to your content, you need to do it through a, through a third party tool linked from your bio, unless of course you've got more than 10,000 followers on your Instagram account for IGTV, any links you put into your details of your live stream there are live and clickable. That's really helpful. So as I said, it might be that you're in the same situation as me, that it's not yet available, but it will be coming soon. So managing your content is going to be really interesting for us going forward in terms of if you're using the Instagram um, feature there in terms of the Creator Studio, because you're also going to be able to see an archive of that content. In terms of Instagram TV, also remember that's a great place that you might decide to post some or all of your live stream if you want it to be available for people to be able to actually access in a different platform afterwards. What's also interesting when I was looking at all the help pages from Instagram and remember that content is also available for you in the replay um, link in terms of all the resources that I share for this episode of the show. And it says, in one of the things it said was, if you choose to share your Instagram TV post to your Facebook page, so you could actually upload, let's say, your um, video content or your replay of your video onto Instagram TV, you could also choose to share it from there to your Facebook page. So rather than starting off on Facebook and then posting it elsewhere, you could start with IGTV. You'll also be asked to select a horizontal thumbnail, which will be used as a Facebook post. As you click the publish, you'll have the option to post the video to your Facebook page using the same details you provide for the IGTV post. Or, in fact, you can edit the details that will appear 
in the Facebook post. So you don't have to say, have the same description. You can have something that's more relevant for your Facebook audience versus your IGTV audience in terms of when you share that. And remember the other thing you can do to get more traffic to your IGTV content is obviously to promote that content as well. And IGTV content also comes up in the in in a, an Instagram stream if people are looking at that newsfeed. And then obviously you get the prompt to be able to go back and actually watch the rest of that content. But you can also do things in terms of on that post that goes from IGTV to Facebook via the Creative Studio. Creative Studio. You can change the title, the description, as well as add tags, subtitles, captions, and polls. So you get all those other wonderful features that are available to us if we're just posting directly to Facebook. It's still available to you if you actually go via the process of actually uploading to IGTV first and then sharing over onto Facebook. So I think that's very interesting in terms of for all of us to bear in mind as we're actually looking at using um, Instagram in terms of either driving people to be interested in your um, live streams that are coming up or in fact in terms of your live stream replays. That might be something you want to take a look at. Go over to the, the studio there and make sure you've connected your Instagram account and then see if you've got those features available to you immediately or if like me you're going to have to wait a little longer. Thank you so much for joining me here for Livestream Insiders. I couldn't see any messages that were coming up that needed um, responding to in real time. So what I'll do is immediately after the show now, I'm going to check out to see if you've got any questions. But I really appreciate the fact that you've joined me here. Sorry that Peter couldn't be with us for this episode. Um, he will be with, with us again in two weeks time when we have the next episode, episode 181 of Livestream Insiders. So episode 180 is what we've just closed out today. And you actually can find us on live streaming on Facebook if you want to join us in real time on the first and the third Sunday of each month. And that's 7 p.m. in terms of UK and Ireland time and 2 p.m. Eastern time. Thanks again for joining me here live for Live Stream Insiders. This is me, Krisha Day, signing off for this episode. And let me know if you actually put any of those ideas and tips to practice. If you actually end up you know, trying that scheduling of content to Twitter live streams, if you actually update your live streams in terms of your marketing plans for those for the holidays using those insights from Facebook, or of course, what your experience is in terms of using the Creator Studio in terms of for your Instagram posts and does that help you in terms of drive more people to watch your live streams, promote them or actually people driving people back to actually watch your replays or even posting your whole replay over onto IGTV. Remember that IGTV content for most of us is actually limited to just 10 minutes. So if you've got short live streams, that might be a great place. But otherwise, make sure you're doing something where you're just posting a short extract of your live stream. And of course, you can have that clickable link back as I talked about. Join me again in two weeks time for the next episode of Livestream Insights. But for this week, thanks so much for joining me here at, uh, on Facebook for the live stream or of course, patch the replay in terms of on YouTube.